Today we're starting a new three-week word study on the word love from the Bible. We're calling the series Greater Love, and we're going to take a look at these three words in Greek, and all of them can be translated in our Bibles as the word love. Today we're going to look at the word agape. And I want to start in John chapter 21, because we see two of these words used in this one passage. Jesus had already gone to the cross and risen from the dead, and now he's talking to his disciples. And to Simon Peter, he says, Simon, do you agape me? Do you love me more than these? And Peter said, yes, Lord, you know that I phileo you. Now notice, Peter uses the word phileo, while Jesus had used the word agape. We'll get into the differences in this series. But notice, Jesus repeated the question, and he uses the word agape once again. Simon, son of John, do you agape? Do you love me with agape love? And Peter says, yes, you know that I phileo you. Once again, Peter uses the word phileo. And then a third time, this is what's interesting, Jesus comes and says, Simon, son of God, do you phileo me? And now Peter's feelings were hurt and he says, Lord, you know everything. You know that I phileo you. Now, the reason I wanted to start with this passage is because some commentators Maybe you've even heard this at church before. Some commentators say, look, Jesus is using the word for love, agape, which is the highest form of love. We're going to get into that today. While Peter is using the word phileo, which is more brotherly love, which we'll talk about in week three. Now, we're going to come back to this passage at the end of this lesson because I think there's one more insight that I want to pull out for you. But before we do that, let's define our word for today, which is agape. And here it is. Agape love is unconditional, self-sacrificial love. It's the highest form of love. It originates from God himself. We see this in 1 John chapter 4. That's where John writes, anyone who does not love, and the translation there is actually agape, does not know God, for God is love. What John is teaching here is that God is agape. Now, I want to clarify something here. This isn't saying that love is something that God sometimes does. But instead, what this verse is saying is that agape love is God's very heart in everything he does. So some of you might be coming to this topic and you are struggling to believe that God would love. Well, I want you to know that John says right here in this passage, and it is affirmed all over the Bible, John says that God is love. God doesn't just love, God is love. The Apostle Paul describes this agape love in 1 Corinthians 13. He says love is patient, love is kind, it doesn't envy, it doesn't boast, it's not proud, it doesn't dishonor others, it's not self-seeking, it's not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs, love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Again, if you were to read this passage in the original Greek, the word for love there is agape. It's the greatest, highest form of love. It's the self-sacrificing love, which leads really to the next point. Agape love is always displayed in action. It's not just some idea. God's agape is displayed most clearly on the cross. Let's go back to 1 John chapter 4. It says in verse 9, This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him, 
This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Again, in the original Greek, every time you see the word love here, you would be reading the word agape. And I wanna break this down just a little bit more because there are two major concepts in Christian theology that are found in these two verses. First is the incarnation. God showed his love to us by sending his son into the world. That means Jesus took on flesh and made his dwelling among us. And then verse 10 points to the other huge theological point, which is the atonement of Christ. That was when Jesus atoned for our sins when he went to the cross and died on the cross. Now, incidentally, the Christian church celebrates these two major concepts every time we take communion together. The body represents the incarnation when Jesus took on flesh and made his dwelling among us. And the blood represents the atonement when Jesus went to the cross and shed his blood for our sins, the perfect sacrifice for us those who are unworthy and imperfect. And this also points out the importance of the concept of agape. Agape is rooted in the giver, in the goodness of the giver. It's not rooted in the worthiness of the receiver. But all of this has a practical application in our lives today, and here it is. Agape love calls us to love others like Christ loved us. Here's what the Bible teaches us. When we love one another, the invisible God reveals himself to the world. I want to show you something in these two parallel passages. One is from John chapter 1 verse 18, and the other one is from 1 John chapter 4 verse 19. Now these were both written by the same author, John, but one of them is in the gospel of John, and the other one is at the end of the New Testament in the epistles of John. Notice how both of these passages start off. It says, no one has ever seen God. But look at what it says in John 1.18. But the unique one, talking about Jesus, who is himself God, is near to the Father's heart, and he has revealed God to us. So on the left there, we see that Jesus reveals God to us. But look at what it says on the right in 1 John 4.19. No one has ever seen God. It starts off the same way. But look at what John says now, later on in his life. He says this, if we love each other, and the word there is agape, if we agape each other, if we love each other sacrificially, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. So do you see the insight? When we love each other like Jesus loved us, then we reveal the invisible God to the world around us. That's why Jesus gave this command to his disciples in John 15. He said, love each other in the same way that I have loved you. There's no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. This is the essence of agape love. God the Father showed it to us by giving us his son. God the Son showed it to us by giving us his life. And we're supposed to extend it to the people in our world. So now let's go back to John chapter 21, and I want to show you a couple of the verses that I left out. The issue here is not whether Jesus uses the word agape or phileo, because as we'll see in a couple of weeks, phileo is actually an extension of agape love. The real issue is that Peter's love for Jesus should be extended to the world beyond Peter. That's why Jesus said, if you love me, feed my lambs. He said it every single time. If you love me, Peter, if you agape me, if you love me, then feed my lambs, take care of my sheep, feed my sheep. 
This is what agape is all about. Agape is about emptying yourself for the good of somebody else. It's what Jesus did for us at the cross, and it's the kind of love that Jesus wants us to extend to the people around us.